Now, before we get into this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah, I want to discuss our very first ad, Link. Unlike the traditional business card you have to throw out as you change companies, titles, and even states, Link is the new digital card that allows you to update your information as you progress through your career. With Link, you can share more than just your phone number and email address. You can include information like links to your social media, website, and even a podcast. There are tons of really great options on their website where you can choose from a traditional business card, plastic, wood, or metal, and much more. Personally, I decided to go with the keyring option that has an NFC chip and a QR code where anyone with a smartphone can scan and download my information. With Link, I am able to share my email address, phone number, and links to this amazing podcast along with our website. Follow the link included in the description of this episode and be sure to use the promo code NOWABOUTTHAT at checkout for 15% off whatever you purchase. Not only will you get a great deal, but you will also be helping grow Now About That with James and Sarah, the podcast where two friends talk about whatever. Now, on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And in this week's episode, we're going to be exploring historic Black inventions and discussing how our lives would be different if we didn't have access to these inventions. I will say, uh, this is inspired by a TikTok that I saw earlier this week, uh, actually last week sometime, and I was like, ooh, that's a really good idea. Uh, But there's a little bit of a controversy around the TikTok that I saw because the one that I saw was a white girl that was doing it and she didn't credit the original creator of the TikTok, Maya Eccles. So we will be including the uh, original creator's TikTok link in the episode this week. That way you guys can go and show her some love um, since this was originally her idea and her information, not her information, but the idea stemmed off of a TikTok recording that she did for, it was for Juneteenth in 2019, 2020, it was 2020. But um, before we do that, let's go ahead and do a quick catch up. So how is Sarah doing? Uh, you know, Sarah's doing. (laughs) (laughs) She's living. I am currently alive. On the cusp of life. <laughs> life adjacent, if you will. Um, no, I'm just, I have a lot of um, health issues going on right now that I'm not fully ready to talk about on the podcast, but um, just just kind of send, you know, positive vibes my way. I'm just kind of going through it. Yeah, so we hope, we want to make sure Sarah feels the love. So everybody, if you could just send some good vibes to Sarah's, Sarah's head, Sarah's body. <laughs> primarily Sarah's body (laughs) and we hope she gets feeling better and things turn around soon so I've just been it's been a crazy week this week I've been working and then today I was running around doing some errands I had to go get I went and got a cart so that when we go and get groceries we're not having to lug in our groceries like two on each arm per person Oh, nice. And then when we take our trash out, we don't have to, if we let it cum- accumulate, like for some reason, sometimes we do, especially with like Amazon boxes and stuff. Yeah. Um, It's easier to just put it in the cart and take it out because it's not like we can just walk right outside and throw it out or anything. This yeah. Apparently this building used to have a trash chute where you just took it to the hallway and then threw it in the trash chute and you were done with it. Oh. But they got rid of it well that seems all rude it does and it kind of sucks because now i have to walk outside and if the one at the front's full then we have to walk around back and 
What's happening? My keyboard isn't. What is happening? Why is my mouse not working? <sighs> okay, it's working fine now. <laughs> We're just having technical issues left and right. It was the Google Doc that was not liking my mouse for some reason. Sorry. Un momento, por favor. So while while he's doing that, a fair warning, I will probably be a little toasted this episode. Um, again? Again. <laughs> not as toasted as the last episode, but, you know, just a little. Just a little toasted. So I do want to kind of get right into it because we have 120 items to go through uh, that have been created by Black or by... Uh, black inventors. Yep. I figure we're, po- we, I don't know. Like, we might not get, will we get through the whole list? Uh, eh, it's, might. Not, it's not too bad. I mean, yeah, a lot of them just have like a sentence where it's yeah. just discussing it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so. then um, I do have, and then there's some that don't even have, don't even have anything. It's just a, like what it is and who invented it. Just yeah. Cool. Um, But also just some exciting news. We will have our first guest on the episode that comes out on the 27th. Uh, we're just waiting for some confirmation on what whether the time we selected works for the person we're having come on. And then we also, um, in this episode, we will have our very first um, advertisement. I am going to record it outside of the podcast and just kind of weave it into the middle of it. That way you guys can go in, listen to that, and help support the podcast by using the link included in the description of the podcast. Woot, woot. Go us. Very exciting. We had a lot of stuff going on this week. I also um, submitted to trademark the name, not about, now about that production, and our logo. Wow. So we got a lot of stuff going on, Sarah. <laughs> we're, we're a real thing now, huh? I know, right? <laughs> All right. You want to start off the list? Yes, I can do that. Number one on the list is the folding cabinet bed. Uh, invented by Sarah Good in 1885. And she was also the first black woman to receive a U.S. patent. That's cool. I wonder if this is the same thing, because I've never heard of the folding cabinet bed. I wonder if this is the same thing as, like, the Murphy bed. Uh, probably. Because it doesn't say that here, but I'm assuming... All right. And then the next on the list is Potato Chips by George Crumb, who was a chef in a resort in New York. And a customer sent his dish of French fries back to the kitchen, claiming that they weren't good. And irritated, he cut the potatoes very thin and fried them until they were burnt crisps. Okay. And thus, thus Potato Chips were born. There we go. <laughs> um, let's see. Gas Mask by Garrett Morgan. Um developed what he called the safety hood after he noticed how many firefighters were getting killed by smoke on the job. That's really cool. A gas mask, which maybe, depending on how things go, all of us might need. <clears throat> Oof, not wrong. <laughs> um, inter- entertain the masses for just a brief moment. Okay. So while she steps away, I want to kind of talk a little bit about these UFOs that we've been seeing, and she might come back and want to say something too. Um, but I, I have heard... There's reports and there was a statement by the White House that came out that said the UFOs were personal owned, personally owned items that were either by uh, owned by a person like a, a, a citizen or they were owned by a, a company or university and were flying in air um, in the in the air where airplanes usually travel. So that's the only reason they shot them down. Um, but now they know that they were not foreign 
uh, foreign owned, and then they were also not uh, alien, alien artifacts. Um, so that's interesting facts. And I, I think I've seen some people still speculating and everybody was freaking out. So that's fun stuff to know about um, those items were have I have been kind of identified and I think they found them by now and they've discovered that they were actually personally owned items and there was someone asking or people asking well why did you shoot them down if they were no threat or they didn't seem like they were spy balloons what's well, because they were flying in airspace where it could come in contact with a an airplane or endanger the lives of people so that's why they were shot down again personal aircraft or university or business owned, not foreign bodies. Did you hear any of that? I heard like a tiny smidgen of that as <laughs> I came back. I was talking about the UFOs that were shot down last weekend. Oh, nice, nice. And they were, they were identified and it was either uh, independent citizen or a company or a university that owned them. And the only reason they were shot down is because they had kind of become adrift and were mm. in the airspace where they were endangering uh, air traffic. So. Back to the list. Uh, the next one on the list is Protective Mailboxes by Philip B. Downing. And he created a mailbox design that featured an outer door and an inner safety door to avoid parcels being stolen. That's I love cool. that. That's very helpful. Oh, the blood bank um, was developed by Charles Richard Drew um, because he became interested in researching the preservation of blood when he was studying at Columbia University. Cool. He also discovered the method of separating red blood cells from the plasma and storing them separately. That's a really good thing. Like, do, don't they use plasma to help with like pregnancies and stuff? Yeah. Women they, that are going through pregnancies. They use plasma for all kinds of things, um, which is why you can sell it at, you know, the blood banks. Yeah. Um, one other thing, since we're talking about blood banks, uh, have you heard the proposal to remove the ban on men who have sex with men donating blood? I had not, yeah, but so that they're... seems like. <laughs> seems like I'm... a no-brainer, something that should already be done. Right. So the FDA has submitted a proposal to uh, remove the ban uh, as long as they're in a committed relationship. Why do you have it's... to be in a committed relationship? Like, straight people don't have to be in a committed relationship. I know. It's not the same, but it is a step forward from what yes. it was. So, But it comes the... on the heels of all these other terrible bills. Celebrate the wins, Sarah. I'm struggling to celebrate the wins right now. I know. Um, and then the next one, <laughs> the next one on the list is improved ironing boards. Um, and it was in the late 1900s or 19th century, sorry, by uh, Sarah Boone. A lot of Sarahs on this list. Again, one of the first women in U.S. history to receive a patent. Nice. The next one is the home security system um, by Mary Van Britton Brown. Um, she devised an early security unit for her own home. Um, she was a nurse. And then she and her husband took out a patent for the system the same year. So and the finally, ones that are commonly used today are, take various elements from her original design. Very cool. Then uh, the next one is the Three Light Traffic Light by Garrett Morgan, who was the first black person in Cleveland, Ohio to own a car. That's cool. Uh, after he witnessed a severe car accident at an intersection in the city, he expanded to on the current traffic light by the yield or the yellow component. I love that. Refrigerated trucks. Um, Frederick McKinley Jones created a roof-mounted cooling system that was used to refrigerate goods on trucks um, during extended transportation in the mid-1930s, and he received the patent for his invention in 1940, and then co-founded the U.S. Thermo Control Company, later known as Thermo King. So, a lot of us have him to thank for our foods. Yep. Uh, the next one is Automatic Elevator Doors by Alexander Miles. 
uh, which took out a patent in 1887 from a mechanism that automatically opens and closes the elevator short door shaft doors. Jesus. Um, and his designs are still largely used today. That's cool. Um, the electric microphone. So Dr. James E. West um, co-invented a foil electric microphone, which was less expensive to produce than the typically used condenser microphones. So we wouldn't have been able to do our podcast had Dr. James E. West not invented a microphone or uh, I guess a improved. version of the microphone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then color IBM PC monitor and gigahertz chip was invented by Mark Dean. And he was a uh, co-inventor of the color monitor. And without his invention, we'd still be typing in a colorless interweb. The super soaker. This one's my favorite, actually. Like <laughs> all these, all these other inventions are very important and I appreciate them. <laughs> But the super soaker is my favorite. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lonnie Johnson, who um, was an aerospace engineer for NASA, invented the super soaker. So our childhoods wouldn't be the same and we would not have fun in the summer. The 90s definitely would not have been the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the next thing is the tissue holder invented by Mary Davidson. Um, while she was disabled from multiple sclerosis, she needed a better way to hold tissues. So she invented the tissue holder. Peanut butter. <laughs> um, George Washington Carver. I don't know that he, uh, there's some debate on whether or not he was like the actual like inventor of peanut butter, but he did discover like 300 different ways for us to use peanuts in everyday things. Yeah, which we talked about that uh, in the last recording. There was, there was a lot of like, I think there was, I can't even remember what we said, but there were, he, he used a lot of, um, he's, he used peanuts in a lot of ways. So, like so this, many ways. Uh, this article says everyone and their dog. My dog actually doesn't like peanut butter that much. So, <laughs> but I do. I enjoy good peanut butter. I love peanut butter. It's my go-to. And I, why do I always get these really hard words? Like I don't laser, know. Laser, laser faco? 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 Maybe? L-A-S-E-R-P-H-A-C-O. Uh, was invented by Patricia Bath, an ophthalmologist and a laser scientist. And she invented the device and technique used to remove cataracts and revive patients' eyesight. So when we get older, thank you, Patricia Bath. Automatic gear shift. Richard Spikes created the automatic gear shift, helping people drive uphill. Thank the Lord. Yes. I have tried to drive a standard or manual car depending on how you re refer to it as i am way too tall and cars are not set up for tall people to drive manual shift they, cars they're not uh and everyone can thank george t Sampson or samson george t samson from in the 1892s when he invented the clothes dryer speaking of i need to finish my laundry later <laughs> um the dustpan invented by lloyd p ray i <clears throat> i love that i actually need to use the dustpan here in a bit myself so and then john purdy created the folding chair which is used in picnics and school graduations everywhere and uh fat people like me hate folding chairs so <laughs> thank you but i will abstain <laughs> <laughs> um golf tees were invented by dr george grant i'm sure that my um my aunt would like that fact she loves golf i like to golf i yeah. think it's it's a lot of like it relieves some stress and it, it's a good way to free your mind mm. I, mainly like though mainly i don't like i less like golfing and more like just uh going to a driving range and hitting golf balls okay that makes more sense to me and everyone can thank Alfred L. Crail 
for the invention of the ice cream scooper because uh, I love a good ice cream and it's easier to scoop the ice cream with a, an ice cream scoop than a bowl. Sorry, spoon. spoon. I'm just like, wow, you're scooping your ice cream with the whole bowl. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some, sometimes I eat it right out of the pint. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. at that point, you might as well just eat it out of the container. Um, John Albert Burr invented the lawnmower. He, he fully made over the lawnmower, apparently, bringing better traction, rotary blades, and allowed cutting closer to buildings. Nice. And then John or Joseph A. Smith helped dads everywhere keep their grass green while allowing kids to have fun by jumping around in a lawn sprinkler. Um, Thomas Elkins invented the modern toilet. Thank you, Thomas Elkins. Uh, thank you very much. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I was doing this earlier and Bobo was judging me very hard for it. Thomas W. Stewart created the mop. And thank you so much because um, I was just cleaning up the floor and it smells amazing in here yeah it would have really sucked uh we would still be washing our floors by hand if he hadn't invented them now i would just pay someone at that point <laughs> right oh goodness um the reversible baby stroller was invented by william richardson and uh conservatives everywhere can thank william dorsey swan for uh regarded as the first drag queen in the u.s so thank you william Dorsey Swan. We appreciate it because I personally love drag queens and I think they're amazing and they do the Lord's work. <laughs> I agree. Okay. So, Logomania. Dapper Dan took the logos of designer brands and used them for apparel, furniture, and more. It's, isn't Dapper Dan a, like a hair product too? Or do you think that's I think different so, one? yeah. Um, and then according to the Black Inventors Museum, all of these were invented by Black inventors, but it do they don't know who specifically. Uh, so for the next couple, we're just going to go through them. So there's paper, chess, alphabet, and medicine. And then we've got the serving tray walker. Um, and then these, we know who invented them, but don't know maybe as much information um airplane airplane propelling by james s adams the biscuit cutter by ap ashbourne and then the corn coin changer by james a bauer the rotary engine by andrew j beard along with the car coupler by andrew j beard uh the letterbox was ge beckett and stainless steel pads was Alfred Benjamin. Um, Torpedo Discharger by H. Bradbury. The Disposable Syringe by Phil Brooks. Um, that's very helpful. Yeah. <clears throat> um, corn and Cotton Planters um, by Henry Blair. Um, and then C.B. Brooks created the uh, Street Sweeper. Cordal Bright Horse Bridle Bit uh, was L.F. Brown, and I'm sure uh, horse people will know what that is. <laughs> The yeah. horseshoe was invented by Oscar E. Brown. And then the train alarm was R.A. Butler. Um, we're not sure about image converter and radiation detectors, but they were invented by Black people. Um, paints and stands and lotions and soaps were created by George W. Carver with the use of peanuts. That's what it was, really. Lotions and soaps was what I was thinking of when we talked, is what we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, the automatic fishing reel was created by George Cook. So those that love to fish, you can thank George Cook for that. Um, ice cream mold was A.L. Crail. Uh, the printing press was W.A. Lavalette, I'm assuming. That's what I would say. And then the 
envelope seal was F.W. Leslie. So anyone that has sent an envelope or received mail recently, thank you, F.W. Leslie. Laser fuels were invented by Lester Lee. The pressure cooker by Morris W. Lee. Window cleaner by A.L. Lewis. Um, portable pencil sharpener. Hey! <laughs> in in school, this guy, John L. Love, he helped me out a lot because I carried around a, a pencil sharpener. Honestly, I loved sharpening pencils. Same. I preferred using the manual pencil sharpener than the automatic one. Although I did love to see, to stick that pencil in there and see it get smaller and smaller as it just cranked it down. Completely right. wasting a pencil, but Completely still. Completely wasting a pencil, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then firefighters everywhere can thank Tom J. Marshall for inventing the fire extinguisher. The uh, shoe lasting machine. Don't know exactly what that is, but it was invented by Jan Modziegler, Matt Ziegler. Uh, Rocket Catapult was invented by Hugh McDonald. And the hairbrush was invented by Lydia Newman. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. Something Sarah fights with all the time because her hair is very curly. <laughs> yes. Um, heating furnace was Alice H. Parker. So we can stay warm. It's actually kind of it's kind of okay right this second. It's 55 degrees here, but um, it's been in the 30s all all morning. So crazy thing happened yesterday. It was like 50 some degrees all day, and then after like three o'clock, it nose dived down to like 20 degrees and started snowing. <laughs> that sounds about right. It was insane. Um, the blimp by J. F. Pickering. Um, the hand stamp and the fountain pen by wb purvis oh thank you so much for fountain pens <laughs> so They're funny glorious. thing funny thing about the blimp did you see hendrix jen came out and said uh the un unidentified flying objects was not the i think it was a cucumber blimp that they have <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um and then we talked about the dustpan up further up but this is a different person ip ray mm -hmm. uh, the insect destroyer gun was ac richardson sugar refinement thank you so much in relux relo 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 and the cellular telephone thank god henry samson we appreciate it very much um the curtain rot was sr scottron um you're an analysis machine by dewey sanderson the player piano by joseph dickinson uh, as well as the arm for the record player that's cool wow i used to listen to records all the time um o dorsey invented both the door stop and the door knob uh, so thank you for saving walls everywhere. Um, the photo print wash was invented and the photo embossing machine was invented by Clatonia Platonia. Dordicus, J. Dordicus, Clatonia de Dordicus. The guitar, Again, as we know, name. was invented by Robert Fleming Jr. The motor by J. Gregory, thermal hair curlers by Solomon Harper, and the lantern by Michael Herney. Uh, the gas burner, so kitchen stoves, was invented by B.F. Jackson. And then the kitchen table, H.A. Jackson. The bicycle frame was invented by Isaac R. Johnson. And a wrench, John A. Johnson. So Eye protectors. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, so mechanics can thank John A. Johnson everywhere, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to do their jobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, not very easily anyway. No. Um... Eye protectors by P. Johnson, an egg beater by W. Johnson. So chefs who use egg beaters. Um, the air conditioning unit and did the two cycle well, and the two cycle gas engine and the 
internal combustion engine, the starter generator, and refrigeration controls. Wow. I was I was unprepared for all of that right in a row. Um, we can thank Frederick M. Jones. So specifically, I was going to be excited about the air conditioning unit because I live in Texas. It's hot as fuck out here. Yeah. Uh, cannot survive without air conditioning. He did a lot for cars, too. And cars and um, motorcycles and... Refrigeration uh, and... Um, what are they called? Landscapers. Because mm. you cycle gas engines. Mm-hmm. And then the clothes dryer, which we talked about earlier, John H. Jordan. Um, bottle caps by Jones and Long. Just last names. The electric lamp by Latimer and Nichols. Hydraulic shock absorber absorber by Ralph Sanderson. And the refrigerator. Thank you, Jay Standard. Yes. The stair climbing wheelchair was invented by Rufus J. Weaver. You're going to have a long one here in a couple seconds. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh no. Okay. All right. List. Okay. Um, the fire escape ladder by J.B. Winters. All right. And then... Okay, so the telephone transmitter, the electric cutoff switch, the relay instrument, the telephone system, the electro mech brake, the galvanic battery, the roller coaster, the auto air brakes. Oh, that's the last one. And the auto air brake were all invented by Granville T. Woods. Oh my goodness. He basically invented how people, the modern, like how people, wow, how people talk to each other because the tel- the cell phone or the telephone system yeah. um and then the helicopter was invented by paul e williams ice cream thank you augustus jackson we appreciate you even so those, much <laughs> even those that are lactose intolerant suffer through it because ice cream is amazing um people with heart issues have otis boykin th- to thank for a pacemaker the space shuttle retrieval arm was w m Harwell, a programmable uh, remote control is Joseph N. Jackson, also a video commander. I don't know exactly what that is. And then lastly, uh, we have on this list the multi-stage rocket by Adolf Shams. Wow. So a lot of awesome inventions that I didn't realize were created by black inventors. Same. So we have a lot of a lot of black inventors to thank for things that we use every single day especially like air conditioning heat and even the telephone nope and then it's very interesting yeah so it's something that on this list that you think you wouldn't be able to live without except for like aside from the air conditioner the i mean you could probably live without them but it wouldn't be as comfortable or as easy i don't i don't think i could man i don't there's a lot of things on there that i'm just like i don't know that we could exist without those yeah like i drive way too much to not have a lot of the components that were listed that were created by a um black inventor i'm just playing um doorknobs i don't think i could live without doorknobs <laughs> drag queens who could live without drag queens who could from, live without <laughs> drag queens aside from assholes in the conservative right. side on the conservative end um yeah i obviously we couldn't live without um plasma like and the ability to keep blood fresh for like transfusions and things like that well do you want to go through this list of the 10 black inventors who changed our lives yeah Uh, so a lot of them i'm sure we just 
discussed, but this goes into a little bit more details about the person behind the invention as well. Do you want to start off with Madam C.J. Walker? Yes. First of all, Madam C.J. Walker's uh, real name was Sarah, so just as an FYI, um, and it even says that. I was scrolling down. <laughs> um, philanthropist and entrepreneur, Madam C.J. Walker, real name Sarah Breedlove, um, born to a formerly enslaved sharecropper, was orphaned at just seven years old. After later suffering hair loss from a scalp condition, Walker invented an innovative line of African-American hair care products in 1905 that led to her distinction as one of America's first self-made millionaires. Her highly successful cosmetics company is still in business today. Very cool. Um, and then Thomas L. Jennings was the first African-American U.S. patent recipient. Uh, while working as a tailor and business person or businessman in New York City, he invented the process for dry cleaning delicate clothing known as dry scoring. Jennings applied for the patent in 1820 and received his historic making or history making uh, approval the following year. With the money he had earned from his inventions, the formerly enslaved person both donated to abolitionists' causes and even reportedly freed his still enslaved family members. That's amazing. That is that is really cool. Um, Marie Van Britten Brown, who we spoke about a little bit, um, created an early version of the modern home security system more than a century later. Um, feeling unsafe due to her neighborhood's high crime rate, full-time nurse rigged a motorized camera to record her home entryway and project images onto a TV monitor. Also included in her setup was a two-way microphone in order to communicate with visitors without opening the door, as well as a panic button to notify police of any potential emergency in progress. After filing to patent the closed-circuit TV security system in 1966, Brown received her approval in December 1969. That's awesome. First CCTV security system. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, a lot of us use this stuff today with like a ring system and if you have a ring camera on your doorbell or anything like that you use something that was inspired by marie van Britten brown uh alexander miles uh anyone who's ridden modern elevators and has alexander miles to thank for the stair stair alternate alternatives oh my jesus we talked about this guy earlier. Uh, he's the one that created the uh, automatic doors for elevators. Uh, prior to his designs in 1867, patent writers had to manually... Oh, prior to his designs, 1867 patent, writers had to manually open and close two sets of doors when entering and exiting elevator cars. If a passenger happened to forget to close the one, one of the doors, subsequent elevator riders risked the potentially fatal fall down the elevator shaft. Because... As the adage goes, necessity is the mother of inventions. Uh, Miles created a mechanism that forced both elevator doors to close simultaneously, thus preventing dangerous accidents. That's awesome. That is really awesome. So, Dr. Patricia Bath, who we also spoke about a little bit earlier, a true visionary, um, became the first female African-American medical doctor to receive a medical patent when she invented a laser cataract treatment device called a laser phaco probe in 1986. Bath was also the first African-American to complete a residency in ophthalmology. Um, the co-founder of the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness patented her invention in 1980. That was the year I was born. That's awesome. The first African-American to complete a residency in ophthalmology. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Elijah McCoy, which I don't think we named this person earlier, mm -mm. Um, has 57 patents 
reportedly the namesake for the popular complimentary phrase, the real McCoy. Ah, that's cool. I received over his lifetime the portable ironing board for which he received patent approval in May 1874 and may be one of the most timeless. As the story goes, having an iron on uneven surfaces frustrated women. Oh, sorry. As the story goes, having to iron on uneven surfaces frustrated his wife, Mary Eleanor Delaney. And so he created the ironing board to make her life a little easier. McCoy is also the man behind another major invention beloved by homeowners, the lawn sprinkler. Hmm. This, okay, there's competing information. Because this last, the one that we just went through mm. uh, on Venture said that that was Joseph A. Smith that invented the lawn sprinkler. Yeah. Maybe Elijah McCoy owns the patent. Potentially. Okay, I think that makes more sense. Sarah Boone in 1892 patented a design improvement to McCoy's ironing board. Um, the North Carolina native wrote in her application that the purpose of her invention was to produce a cheap, simple, convenient, and highly effective device particularly adapted to be used in ironing the sleeves and bodies of ladies' garments. Very cool. And then Alice H. Parker, the central heating surf, uh, furnace design that Alice H. Parker pr- patented uh, in December 1919 made us or made use of natural gas for the first time to keep homes warm and toasty. Inspiring her inventions, the limited efficiency fireplaces, um, along with the smoke and ash they produced during the cold winters in her Morris. Morristown, New Jersey home. Uh, many modern homes still employ a similar forced air-, air heating system for which her idea was the precursor. Nice. So again, thank you so much, Alice H. Par- Parker. Before Frederick McKinley Jones developed the automatic refrigeration equipment used in long-haul trucks transporting perishables in the late 1940s, the only way to keep food cold en route to delivery destinations was by using ice. Thanks to his invention, grocery stores were able to buy and sell products, many of which you probably purchase regularly from far distances without the risk of them spoiling during transport. Jones technology was also used to transport blood during World War II. That's awesome. And then Charles B. Brooks looks like the last one on this list. Uh, While most people will never actually get behind the wheel of a self-propelled street sweeper, without the Brooks-designed truck equipped with trash and debris pushing brushes, city streets would probably be much less clean. The Newark, New Jersey natives two other successful 1890s patents include dustproof collection bags and his for his street sweeper as well as a ticket punch that collected tiny circular paper discards instead of letting them fall on the ground oh nice so he's very very concerned with keeping things tidy (laughs) yes that's i mean i that's a good 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 man yeah i'm i'm usually concerned with keeping things tidy too so all righty so this other one that we pulled from history, uh, the History Channel, looks like the it has... The only thing that it doesn't have in common is, with any of the other lists we read, is the carbon light bulb filament invented by Lewis Latimer in 1881. So the light bulb itself was perfected by Thomas Edison, but the innovation used to create longer lasting light bulbs with a carbon filament came from African-American inventor Lewis Latimer. Latimer, the son of formerly enslaved people, began work in a patent law firm after serving in the military for the Union during the Civil War. He was recognized for his talent drafting patents and was promoted to head draftsman where he co-invented an improved bathroom for railroad trains. His successes would garner him further attention from the U.S. Electric Lighting Company, 
putting him at a company in direct competition with Edison in 1880. While there, Latimer patented a new filament for the light bulb using carbon instead of more incendiary materials like bamboo that was commonly used for filaments. The addition of the carbon filament increased the lifespan and practicality ooh, of light bulbs, which had previously died after just a few days. In 1884, he went on to work with Edison at the Edison Electric Light Company. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, I don't think we could work without without lights especially me because i have a giant light on my face and then there's no two in the back yeah i'm just well i mean can you imagine having to buy light bulbs every few days so i've actually i can't remember if we talked about this on here or i read it in some research that i did for school but there was actually a um uh what are they called and after this invention, they formed a committee that looked at the length of light bulbs and how long they lived. And if someone created a light bulb that lasted after a certain, like for a certain length of time, mm-hmm. after that length of time, the company was fined. So if they, I don't remember what it was called, but I remember reading about it. And maybe we talked about it on here. I don't remember, but I don't um, think we did. It's basically a committee that, um, and, enforces light bulb companies to create light bulbs that deteriorate faster um the curious history of a forgotten light bulb cartel so the history of the light bulb begins in 1802 when british chemist humphrey davy ran electricity through a carbon filament to produce a crude form of illumination in subsequent decades different inventors enclosed filaments in glass bulbs to produce light but none proved practical or commercially viable. In 18, uh, 1878, Thomas Edison patented a light bulb that used a carbonized bamboo fil- filament. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it's called Phobius. And the first meeting of this shadowy organization took place on the shores of Lake Geneva in Switzerland on Christmas in 1924. The attendees called themselves Convention for the Development and Progress of the International Incandescent Light Lamp Industry. But Phobius was Latin for bright and sounded way cooler. Uh, so that name stuck. Big players dominated much of the market at the time, Germany's or Osram. Uh, for example, along with the Dutch farm uh, firm Philips, yep, 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 and Tokyo Tokyo Electric in Japan, all had a hand in the making of Phobius, and as did General Electric. And then the governing document of the cartel claimed that it had been formed to increase the effectiveness of electric lighting and increasing light use to uh, the advantage of the consumer. Cartel decided to take action. Um, let's see. So there was also a bigger problem that plagued their businesses. Um, years of tinkering had yielded bulbs that could last for a thousand of hours. In fact, a few from this era are still working today, and it was a terrible business model. So the cartel decided to take action, having spent years lengthening the lifespan of bulbs. The companies of the cartels now worked to shorten it. Uh, they formed a grouping work known as the 1000 hour life committee tasked with bulbing or building an inferior bulb the real life story of phobius first uncovered by historian marcus kudretsky i was stranger than fiction the cartel poured resources into the project developing the technical expertise necessary to manufacture lower quality bulbs in a predictable consistent fashion These efforts went hand in hand with the audit system designed to force manufacturers to conform to the 1000 hour goal. There you go. Okay. That's kind of crazy. 
the guilty company would fine uh, would pay a fine of 20 Swiss francs per per 1,000 bulbs sold if they lasted longer than 1,750 or 1,750 in 2,000 hours. There you go. So I know that okay. kind of spanned away from the whole um, Black Inventors conversation, but it was I thought it was an interesting fact, and I remember reading about it. it that definitely is interesting. I'm just like, okay, that's... Hmm. So Sarah, if you could think of one thing that you would have loved to invent or you would like to invent in the future, what would it be? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I wish that I had invented something having to do with writing or like the designing of books um but that's that's probably it I'm kind of boring like that <laughs> i mean hey well for me thank you so much for asking sarah <laughs> sorry um no doubt i don't i mean i think i would have liked to have been the person that like invented something crazy like or not something crazy but something really that people can't live without like glasses or a zipper something like that yeah but you know there are people who live without zippers but why why would you because they're amish uh, again why would you <laughs> <laughs> i stick to that why would you no that's fair that's reasonable though i do miss amish friendship bread I used to get that every year when i was younger <laughs> oh my god what are you oh my godding i was looking at a quiz i was gonna do a quiz or a, a <laughs> trivia but <laughs> This one had, um, it had ads in it and I don't, I don't want to deal oh, with it. No, I don't want to deal with ads. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Um, Nick and I are going to go mini golfing tonight. Um, there's an indoor mini golf place, um, that we're going to try out because it's going to be way too cold to mini golf outside. It's supposed to drop down to, into the twenties here in just a little bit. Um, and then I volunteered to work four hours tomorrow so i guess that's what i'm doing there <laughs> what about you um well i'm gonna when we finish this i'm going to finish mopping um because i have just a little bit left of the living room to do and part of the kitchen and then i will probably start editing the podcast uh record the um the ad that i'll put somewhere in here in the middle somewhere or at the beginning before we start and then aside from that ryan sent me a the menu of a place that he kind of wants to go to breakfast or to brunch to tomorrow okay um aside from that not much i don't know i'm hoping you can't hear it through this podcast but uh bobo is laying behind me on the bed snoring (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you can you get to hear my my baby snore he just turned 16. He just turned 16. I remember the first time I met him. You oh. brought him to the bookstore. I love my little man. Oh, that was so long ago. It was. He um I was mopping and he kept like staring at me and judging me. I'll send you. I'll send you the I think I sent him to you. Yeah, you sent me some pictures of him yeah. being judgy. Very judgy. And I called like, him the grumpiest. Just like standing sitting there or standing there staring at me. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> right like why are you disrupting my life <laughs> but aside from that i don't really have, have i don't have much going on today well you know not a lot <clears throat> um how's school that's good oh oh exciting news i i may have told you this already but um i haven't told the audience so last week or was it last week? Two weeks ago, I submitted a an assignment and then I got on Sunday, I got a message from, or an email. No, I didn't get an email. I saw the grade 
and I looked at it and it was 40%. Uh, and I was like freaking out because I don't, I didn't understand why. And then when I looked the feedback, she was like, you are missing a lot of the information that was required for this. Um, and then when I looked at it, it didn't save. So it only saved the first two paragraphs of the uh, entire six page paper that I wrote. And that's all it turned in. So I freaked out. I had to, I emailed her and I was like, I don't know what happened. I, it only turned in the first two page or the first two, two paragraphs. I'm going to quickly re reproduce what I did. And then I will submit it later tonight. And I totally understand this is 100% my fault. Um, I totally understand if you give me a 10% uh, hit because I, it's turn, I'm turning it in late. And she was like, no worries. It happens all the time. Um, I will get graded in the next couple of days. And then on like Wednesday, I got an email from her and she was like, sorry, I forgot to update your grade yesterday. I'll get in there and do it today. And then like Wednesday evening, um, I got the little notification on my phone that the up, the grade had been upgraded, updated and I got a hundred percent. Nice. So I went from a, like a 70 something to now I have a 97% in the nice. course. And we only have, we're on week four. So I only have two weeks left after this one. Mm. And then I'm off for a week. And then I am, I have two more courses starting at the end of March. And what else do I have left? I don't know. I was going to say, I don't think we have that much left. I don't. Let's see. Um, I have five classes left. So the next class starts on March 15th and it's called Needs Assessment and Evaluation in Education and Training. And then uh, that'll run until the 25th of April. And then April 26th, I start Design and Development Tools, which runs until the 13th of, no, it runs to a week before the 14th of June. Hmm. Uh, and then in June, I start teach uh, teaching adult learners which will be really interesting and i'm pretty sure i probably know a lot of the information because i do it now um, which runs until august 1st and then i start on project management and implementation in education and training which should be again a breeze because i do it already mm. and then my last class starts on september 20th um five days before my birthday yeah and it runs in uh until like the beginning or the, the end of October. Um, I think it's like the 26th or something. And it's multimedia development and implementation. So that'll be fun. Mm. Be excited. And then I'll, I will have my master's degree in instructional design and technology. That's awesome. I would ask about you, but I know. And I don't know if you want to talk about it on here yet or not. Uh, I'm probably going to have to withdraw from my classes. Uh, just because of the health issues we mentioned towards the beginning. I just, no. I'm, I realized last night that I missed two assignments um, for my, one for my English class and one for my Korean class. And I just could not bring myself to care about that. So yeah, I, which, I, I think it's time to withdraw. Which it's totally, I totally understand. And like I said, um, like I said in our group chat, it's like school will always be there. So yeah, uh, right now you need to focus focus on your health and make sure I you're just, you're in a good spot. I just hate having to do that. It's just really yeah. irksome. So, but it'll always be there. So That's you can true. always go back to it. This is true. Well, wanna well, call it a call it a podcast. I think we I think we can call it a podcast. Yeah, right. I think it's baked long enough. <laughs> all right well thank you all for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah please like comment 
follow and subscribe. If you liked this episode, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Uh, feel free to follow us on our social media. Our Instagram handle is at nowaboutthatpod. And if there's something specific that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com or visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com and add your contact information into the contact us section with whatever you would like us to discuss. And we will get that in an email and add it to the list. Again, thanks again for listening and we hope you have a great week since it'll be coming out on a Monday. Sarah, enjoy the rest of your weekend and get a lot of rest. You as well. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.